Welcome to Wednesday Night Worship at First Baptist. Tonight's speaker is Dr. Jeff Reynolds. Let's pray together. Father, we love you and we thank you so much for this opportunity to gather even virtually and to turn our attention to your word. And we pray that through your word and by your spirit, you would speak to our hearts so that when we come away from this experience, Lord, that we would be different, that we would be transformed to be more like Jesus. For it's in his name that we pray. Amen. Well, welcome to Wednesday Night Worship as we continue on our journey of examining faith stories as revealed in the great hall of faith of Hebrews chapter 11. And tonight we are going to look at Hebrews chapter 11 verse 31 and we're going to look specifically at the faith story of Rahab. Hebrews 11.31 will be our theme for the night and the writer of Hebrews writes the following as he's carried along by the Holy Spirit. By faith, Rahab the prostitute did not perish with those who were disobedient because she had given a friendly welcome to the spies. Let me read that to us one more time. By faith, Rahab the prostitute did not perish with those who were disobedient because she had given a friendly welcome to the spies. Now, just a casual reading of this verse might pique your interest because there are some words there that, uh, well, they pique our interest. They make whole movies about these sorts of words. There's the word prostitute. That's the world's oldest profession. And there's the word spies. And so how in the world, in this great hall of faith, are we talking about a woman who was a member of the world's oldest profession, who was regarded as doing the right thing by welcoming and harboring spies. Well, we're going to see today. But I want us to see through the story of Rahab that our story right now does not have to be how our story ends. That God is able to transform our lives so that where we are today doesn't have to have the final word on where we will be in the hand of Almighty God. I want to invite you to look with me at Joshua chapter 2. We're going to look at verses 1 through 21 to really understand the story of Rahab and what she did. How did she, in a friendly manner, welcome the spies? And then what did that mean for Rahab's life? So look with me at Joshua chapter 2, beginning with verse 1. And Joshua, the son of Nun, sent two men secretly from Shittim as spies, saying, Go view the land, especially Jericho. And they went and came into the house of a prostitute whose name was Rahab and lodged there. Let me set the context of where we are. Joshua has been charged by God that he would be the one to lead the people of God across the Jordan and into the promised land. Remember, this is the land that God promised not only only to Moses and to Joshua, but God had promised to Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and the tribes and his people throughout their period of time in Egypt. God was now bringing to fulfillment his promise. And Joshua, who was leading God's people, sent spies into the promised land. He told them to go and spy out the land, particularly Jericho. And when they got to Jericho, they were welcomed by Rahab. Verse 3. Then the king of Jericho sent to Rahab, saying, Bring out the men who have come to you, who entered your house, for they have come to search out all the land. But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. And she said, True, the men came to me, but I did not know where they were from. And when the gate was about to be closed at dark, the men went out. I do not know where the men went. Pursue them quickly, for you will overtake them. 
but she had brought them up to the roof and hid them with the stalks of flax that she had laid in order on the roof. So the men pursued after them on the way to the Jordan as far as the fords, and the gate was shut as soon as the pursuers had gone out. I want us to see first that Rahab was a prostitute, and that was very true of her. But in this moment, spurred by faith, she was engaging in God-ordained civil disobedience. The king of Jericho wanted to seize, capture, and presumably kill the spies. But Rahab feared God, and so she acted to protect God's people in this moment. This is an amazing moment. But notice that Rahab was a prostitute. This is where she began in this story. But she was a prostitute who looked with faith at the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of the Hebrew people, and the God of these two spies who had come to lodge where she was. And she sent out their pursuers a different way. Well, now look with me, beginning with verse 8. Before the men lay down, she came up to them on the roof and said to the men, I know that the Lord has given you the land and that the fear of you has fallen upon us and that all the inhabitants of the land melt away before you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea before you when you came out of Egypt and what you did to the two kings of the Amorites who were beyond the Jordan to Sihon and Og, whom you devoted to destruction. And as soon as we heard it, our heart melted, and there was no spirit left in any man because of you. For the Lord your God, He is God in the heavens above and on the earth beneath. Now then, please swear to me by the Lord that as I have dealt kindly with you, you also will deal kindly with my father's house and give me a sure sign that you will save alive my father and mother, my brothers and sisters, and all who belong to them, and deliver our lives from death." And the men said to her, Our life for yours, even to death. If you do not tell this business of ours, then when the Lord gives us the land, we will deal kindly and faithfully with you. Now I want you to notice the motivation behind Rahab's harboring these men and, and giving them safe passage. She trusted that their God was God. And that's an amazing thing. She is moving and operating by faith in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob simply because she had heard of the great works and wonders that he had done. And isn't that how it works? We hear of the great works and wonders that God has done, and we respond by faith. That's exactly what Rahab is doing. Well, look with me at verse 15. Then she let them down by a rope through the window, for her house was built into the city wall, so that she lived in the wall. And she said to them, Go into the hills, or the pursuers will encounter you, and hide there three days until the pursuers have returned. Then afterward you may go your way. The men said to her, We will be guiltless with respect to this oath of yours that you have made us swear. Behold, when we come into the land, you shall tie this scarlet cord in the window through which you let us down, and you shall gather into your house your father and mother, your brothers, and all your father's household. Then if anyone goes out of the doors of your house into the street, his blood shall be on his own head, and we shall be guiltless." But if a hand is laid on anyone who is with you in the house, his blood shall be on our head. But if you tell this business of ours, then we shall be guiltless with respect to your oath that you have made us swear. And she said, according to your words, so be it. Then she sent them away and they departed and she tied the scarlet cord in the window. 
So they've made this arrangement, and again, Rahab is functioning by faith, and the spies are responding to her faith. Well, I want you to see how this plays out. When we flip over just a couple of pages to chapter 6, beginning with verse 22, we're going to see that Jericho is taken, but these men and God's people keep their promise to Rahab. So look with me at Joshua chapter 6, beginning with verse 22. But to the two men who had spied out the land, Joshua said, Go into the prostitute's house and bring out from there the woman and all who belonged to her as you swore to her. So the young men who had been spies went in and brought out Rahab and her father and mother and brothers and all who belonged to her. And they brought all her relatives and put them outside the camp of Israel. And they burned the city with fire and everything in it. Only the silver and gold and the vessels of bronze and of iron they put into the treasury of the house of the Lord. But Rahab the prostitute and her father's household and all who belonged to her, Joshua saved alive. And she has lived in Israel to this day because she hid the messengers whom Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. Isn't that amazing? So Rahab responded by faith. These men kept their word. Rahab and her entire family were spared because she functioned by faith. And our faith always functions to bless those around us. What a blessing to her family. But I want you to know that the blessing doesn't stop there. Because not only do we read about Rahab here, we read about Rahab in the New Testament in a couple of places. But I want to remind you of a very important place where we hear Rahab's name again. And this comes from Matthew chapter 1. Matthew chapter 1 is that section of Matthew that most of us skip over because it's the lineage of Jesus Christ going all the way back to Abraham. Matthew's interested in showing us that Jesus is a true Jew. He goes all the way back in his lineage to Abraham. Well, notice who is a part of Jesus' line. This is Matthew chapter 1, 2 through 6. Abraham was the father of Isaac, and Isaac the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers, and Judah the father of Perez and Zerah by Tamar, and Perez the father of Hezron, Hezron the father of Ram, and Ram the father of Amminadab, and Amminadab the father of Nashon, and Nashon the father of Salmon, and Salmon the father of Boaz by Rahab, and Boaz the father of Obed by Ruth, and Obed the father of Jesse, and Jesse the father of David the king. Notice who Boaz's mother was. It was Rahab. You've heard of Boaz. You've ever read the four chapters that are the book of Ruth. That Boaz and Ruth came together um, and Obed was born to them. And then to Obed was born Jesse and to Jesse was born David, the shepherd king. And Jesus, who is our Lord and Savior, comes from that line of the throne of his father David, which shall know no end. Rahab was a prostitute, but that's not who she stayed. Rahab was a woman who functioned by faith in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. She functioned by faith, and that motivated her to act to protect God's people. And God honored her, and God honored her family to the degree that even in Jesus' family tree, Rahab's name is there mentioned. They're featured. And today we give thanks for the faith that Rahab exhibited. You know, I don't know where you are in this moment, but I want you to be reminded that wherever you are in this moment, 
God is able to meet you there and to take you where he wants you to be. I'm so thankful that I'm not the same person I was 30 years ago or 20 years ago or even 10 years ago or frankly even last year because this journey of trusting and following Jesus is a journey that continues to help us grow, to lay aside things that are sinful and dead and to embrace life in Jesus Christ our Lord. And so I pray that we would be the kind of people who would embrace the life transformation that God gives us through His only begotten Son. Would you pray with me? Father, we love you, and we thank you that though Rahab was a prostitute, you met her where she was. We're thankful for the faith that compelled her to act as she did. And we're thankful, Lord, that as we look upon your greatness, we also are able to respond in faith. And Lord, as we do, you transform us so that where we are today won't be where we finish because of your transformative work in our lives. May we be the sort of people who, like Rahab, not only espouse faith, but walk according to it. And before we bring our time together to an end tonight, yet again, we join together our hearts and our minds and even our voices to pray that prayer that our Lord Jesus taught us to pray. And in so doing, we will answer the question, whose father? Our father, who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to worship with us tonight. And we hope you will join us this Sunday at 11 a.m. as we gather to learn and to grow and to worship our risen Savior. His name is Jesus. God bless you.